What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast, teaching you how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Eric Weidel, and on today's episode, I have got some very important updates for the future of the podcast, and we are going to talk about just entrepreneurship in general, why you should stick with it, why you might not want to as well. So this is going to be an episode where I really peel back the curtain on what it really means to be a successful business owner. So if you've been in the ruts, if you have been questioning whether or not you can do it, uh, this will give you some motivation, ideally. Otherwise, I think for some of you, you might also think maybe this isn't exactly what I want to be doing. So yes, uh, this is the podcast where I'm very transparent. I'm not trying to tell you everyone can do it and everyone should stick with it forever and and never give up if it's not something that you actually want to do, all right? If it is something that you want to do, yes, absolutely, you should stick with it, but we'll get to the bottom of that. First off, I need to tell you the update that is coming to the podcast. Now, this is something that I announced a couple months ago that I was going to go down to one podcast episode a week. And when it came to that Thursday where I was going to have to not put out a podcast, I just could not do it. I still don't know how I'm going to feel next week, okay? So I'm not going to say that it's strictly one podcast episode a week. I can tell you that you can definitely count on me to have an episode out every Monday morning. However, just with the podcast industry being on a steady decline for the last three years, And if I look at the numbers, if I was able to put out an extra YouTube video or take on an extra uh, few companies' ads for them, or I was able to send more messages, create more Instagram and TikTok and and, uh, YouTube shorts, if I was able to divert that time to that, the numbers are telling me to do so. Now, the thing is, is that I won't be producing less content. I'll just be changing where it's going. And the thing is that I would really like these episodes to be as good as possible. And when I'm on a Monday-Thursday schedule, a lot of times I get back from jujitsu class Wednesday night and I'm like, I got to do a podcast. And really, my mindset is always like, ooh, I get to do a podcast. But it's thrown together very quickly, all right? A lot of episodes are thrown together really quick, and maybe you don't notice, but I know that if I had all week to really plan out an episode, I'd be a little bit more concise with it, have better examples, and probably just deliver better value overall than me just hopping on the mic and trying to put something together, which is usually what happens at a a two-episode-a-week frequency. So the podcast is going to get a lot better. My YouTube videos are going to get a lot better, too, because also those ones I try to crank out. Like, when I'm like, all right, guys, switch over to the YouTube version right now. Like, I'm up late a lot of times still putting that together, and I'm also abandoning editing them properly because I just need to get it out because I'm like, this needs to go out at the same time the podcast goes out, which is 5 a.m. every Monday and Thursday morning for over two years now. But the thing is, I know a lot of you, even longtime listeners, are probably not caught up with the entire show. You probably got a ton of episodes that you can go back and listen to. So I don't think I'm leaving you high and dry as far as podcast content goes. You can just go back to episodes that you haven't heard yet. You can go over to my YouTube and find content that is not on the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at socialbamboo with an underscore at the end and get all this extra value there. You can follow me on TikTok at socialbamboo. Luckily, I got to it before someone else got to socialbamboo because they won't give it to me on Instagram. So hence the underscore. And yeah, there's plenty of content you can get from me out there. And if you have 
not booked a free consultation call with me yet, be sure that's the first thing that you do today. That's going to be the most impactful thing that I can do for your business, whether you're looking to invest right now or you would just like some ideas of what that might look like eventually, then uh, we have lots of services that we can offer you here at Social Bamboo, and we'd love to tell you about them, but even if you just get some great ideas, you will be so glad you took that call, so be sure you do so, and then last thing, of course, I have my Coffee with Creators program, which is a monthly mastermind for people who have been content creators for over a year. That's the minimum requirement that I'm now saying. You can't be brand new. You have to have at least one year of experience of creating content. Uh, whether that be on any platform, really, but uh, you can be a business owner or a personal brand. You just have to have over a year's worth of content creation experience. And then we come, we share ideas, we share what's working. You can ask me questions directly. It's a 75-minute huddle meeting, and it's super motivating because it's the first uh, the first weekday of every month is when it happens, and it's right in the morning, and we get a plan, and everyone is super motivated leaving that meeting because it's like the beginning of the month, and we're like, all right, fresh, clean slate, what are we going to do, great ideas, and uh, yeah, you'll make a lot of entrepreneur friends as well. So very valuable meeting. Make sure you check that out. It's $25 for your first month, $50 a month after that. It's been great so far, and we're going to keep that program going. So check out Coffee with Creators in the description. Now let's go into entrepreneurship and whether or not you are in the right place. I'm not going to lie. Not everyone should be an entrepreneur. It does take a special mindset that is usually in an eight in an innate mindset that people either have or they don't i will tell you an exception to when every when when it works for like anyone to be an entrepreneur is when you come in and you get success quickly and how that typically happens is you open up a franchise so you open up a business model that you already know will work or you go into selling something that has already been sold for years. Maybe you start your own HVAC business. You start your own roofing company. You don't need to test whether your product will work or not. The thing that you really need to have entrepreneurial DNA to do is to invent a brand new offer that the world has never seen. Even if you're going into like being a fitness coach, then yeah, you know that people care about their health, but you're going to have to make your own content strategy. You're going to have to make your own website and your own offer, and you're going to have to get people on sales calls and close those sales calls. And you've got a while before you really get the gears turning, unless you go into it and you buy some person's coaching program, and then you follow that. However, even if you do that, because that was the first thing that I ever did when I got into selling courses as my first order of business with digital education is I bought this course. It was $5,000. I bought it on credit because I didn't have any money. I was just like, whatever. And that's another entrepreneurial tendency. Uh, If you don't ever bet on yourself, like if you don't spend money on your further education, then you don't actually believe in yourself. I was like, of course I'll make it back. Like, duh. Like, okay, $5,000. Like, yeah, well, maybe it'll take a while, but like, this is me committing myself to it. This is me really showing that I bet on myself, that I believe on myself in myself. So I'm going to do that. Even though I don't have the money, I'm going to do it on credit. And this is something that pretty much all entrepreneurs do is instantly invest in their continued education. Because those 
those who don't, who say, oh, I don't know, like, you're literally saying, I don't know if I'll be able to recoup my $5,000 back, which is a reflection of how confident you are in your own abilities way more than it is in what is being taught in that course, especially if there's like a bunch of testimonials and a bunch of people who have done well with it and the person that you're buying the course from is where you want to be, then you shouldn't really have these concerns about, I don't know if this has a chance to work. However, I will say that I bought that course late. So this was a course on how to run Facebook ads to a free webinar and then sell a $1,000 course at the end. And I got in at the very end of when that marketing model still worked really well. Nowadays, it does work with perfect execution. And before, it was such a course buying frenzy in 2017 to 2019 that even if your webinar was okay and your offer was okay, people would still buy it. Nowadays, you have to have everything perfect in in order for that webinar model to actually sell you courses. But um, yeah, so I got in late. However, I learned so much and it got me to the point of where I needed to be to get into the next uh, part of my digital education business and it was still very necessary even though I didn't really get success with just selling courses in, in general um, from that program. So you have to have this ability to bet on yourself. And what I find with a lot of entrepreneurs that quit is they spend just as much time in imposter syndrome thinking as they do working on their business. And this is where if you're going to reinvent any kind of wheel or like just do any kind of new journey and invent something that the world hasn't seen before, you are going to either get totally wrapped up in imposter syndrome and not be able to do it or you are so ridiculously blindly confident in your own abilities that you will just work through it. And that is where the entrepreneur DNA comes in. If you have found throughout your life so far that you don't have this, say, so let, for instance, when you were in grade school and they gave you the, the option to do advanced classes or not, did you do those advanced classes? That would be telling that you're like, yeah, of course. Like you, you've been betting on yourself your whole life. If you have been in a performance-based pay job before, this would also be something that shows you that you love being in an opportunity to prove yourself. Um, maybe even if you've been in a traditional career, if you've been extremely focused on how can I get that promotion if you love video games that are based around leveling up your characters, Pokemon, Final Fantasy, Hogwarts Legacy, the new one, if you love those video games where you just work and work and work and build your character, Skyrim, right? If you've loved those, that's another sign that you really like that frame of life, right? That that model of life of the more I invest in myself, the better I get and you're okay working through that. Now, it's different. It, like there's plenty of people who do play those video games but don't have this mindset in real life, uh, but that is just another indicator. But you know whether or not you have constantly kind of had this cocky attitude that wasn't based in reality yet, but it was based on the reality that you knew that you could achieve in your head. And for me, I remember that when I was coaching someone and they didn't get great results from a marketing campaign and they came away from that marketing campaign thinking, yeah, I just, 
I don't know if I meant to do this. And I was like, wait, what did you just say? Like, I've never thought that in my life. I've never thought, oh, it must be me. If anyone can do it, I can do it. So if you don't have that mindset, I would not go into entrepreneurship, at least for your first business, that is a totally innovative expedition. You should look into even being a sales representative for, like if you want to be a fitness trainer, be a sales rep for a fitness coach that has all of these calls that uh, pe- that are looking to buy his fitness program, get really good at closing them on the phone, and then go into your own business. That's what I talked about in the last episode of three business ideas to get rich in 2023. That was the third one. So look into that because being in sales is still being an entrepreneur, honestly, like any kind of commission-based sales is being an entrepreneur uh, in basically the, the exact same way as if you open your own business. You just have a lot less uh, variables of it going south. So if, if you want to get into drop shipping products that are already proven, then that also doesn't take as much uh, it, there's less variables of if it's going to work or not. You're already selling a proven product, so now it's up to you making better ads than everyone else. And, and that's pretty difficult if, if you're brand new. But you're going to want to get into business in a way that is a lot less risky. And what I mean by that is don't go into creating a new market and with a new product with uh, – all of these variables that the world has never seen before. Like I invented the aquarium smart feeder as my first online endeavor. And it took me two and a half years before I realized that the world didn't need it. Most people would never do another business after that. If they started with where I started and they got the results that I did. If, if the invention works, great. Like you, you will never have to go through the true turmoil and test of having to have entrepreneur DNA in you in order to continue. I didn't care at all. I was like, okay, got it. Now I know what to do with the next thing. And I am coming out with another invention that comes out next week. I'm super excited about it. And if that doesn't work, I have got infinite ideas in the chamber. And there are two scenarios. Either I make it as an entrepreneur or I die. That's it, all right? So I do have the entrepreneur DNA where there is no other option. I don't think about quitting because I would never work for someone else, and it's partly the ego tied to it, but it is also just who I am, uh, part, partly having ADHD, not really being able to focus on stuff that I don't want to do, but, and also kind of being a control freak. I want to have the control of my schedule and when I work, and I love that I'm able to just do this podcast right now because I was in the middle of doing another job, but all of a sudden I didn't really want to do it anymore, so I switched to recording a podcast because that sounded fun to me at the time. So I love having the flexibility of just being able to hop from task to task without a boss wondering what the hell I'm doing. It just works really well for me. So a lot of entrepreneurship is does it work with your personality or not? Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Now, 
hopefully that gives you some a good idea of where you lie in this equation of what level of entrepreneur you are. How much is it in your DNA versus how much do you just want the glory of being an entrepreneur without the struggle? It It's like this. Everyone wants to be a rock star on stage, worshipped by all their fans, making all of this money. And yeah, just having all of the fame. But not very many people want to practice guitar four to six hours a day for 10 plus years and go through all of the hardships of dealing with having a band and going through multiple drummers and bassists and changing your singer and having to kick them out of the band and getting booed off the stage at your first performance at a coffee shop. Led Zeppelin was booed off the stage at their first performance. All right, so it's not all sunshine and rainbows in any uh, walk of life that you are really taking a risk and it's ultra competitive. It's always going to be a test of whether or not you want it or not. And if you want to work from home and make passive income and be able to travel the world while still earning a living, everyone else wants that too. But are you willing to pay the price of learning all these skills, self-teaching yourself all these things? I will tell you, college will not teach you a single thing about running a business, not a single thing. And every entrepreneur has the same answer because it's true. We're not just hating on college to to say screw college to get views or get your attention. It's because the marketing world moves way too fast. And if you want to open a fitness company, then yeah, you didn't have a college class on doing that. You just had college classes on, here's why an L, what an LLC is, here's what an S Corp is. And all of this information that you're just going to Google later anyways, because it's not like you're going to remember, oh yeah, sophomore year, I remember this. You're going to be like five years away from college by the time you're like getting into some of this material. So you're going to just relook it up online anyways. And how do you run Google ads? That changes every year. How do you run Facebook ads? Changes every few months because it's just changing all the time. You can't learn this in a textbook. You can't learn it from a teacher who has never done it before. So you're going to have to get really good at teaching yourself everything that you want to know. You're going to have to get good at analyzing where the market is going by having this entrepreneur vision and loving it, loving guessing like, oh, I think the market's about to go here, so I'm gonna do this. And even though this is a brand new idea and I don't have a proven system to follow, I'm gonna make that system. I'm gonna be that person. I'm gonna post myself on reels every day and subject myself to the judgment of the world. Oh, we should be on TikTok? All right, I'm gonna figure that out. Oh, doing a TikTok dance might be a good idea. All right, screw it. I guess I'm learning a TikTok dance. Oh, that didn't work. Doesn't matter. Moving on. Oh, there's a new platform, Threads. Okay, I'll figure Threads out. You are signing yourself up to a life of always figuring it out, and you're also signing yourself up to a life of constant improvement. You won't find very many high-level entrepreneurs that also don't have their health in check, that also don't have their habits in check, with everything, all right, with optimizing sleep, with reducing 
uh, the negative habits that they may have been going through with actively reading books to improve their ability to form relationships with people and with loved ones. And everything in their life is a constant personal growth mission. So if you don't love personal growth, this is probably the, the main thing that I could have said before. This is the test of whether or not you have entrepreneur DNA or not. Do you love personal growth? Or do you rather just go through life and kind of you you go to work, but then you know that when you're off, you're off. It's great. Like, cool. I don't have to think about work anymore. Now I can just, I'm going to go to that co-ed softball league that I'm in. And then tomorrow morning, go to work. And then I get home from work and yeah, game of, the new Game of Thrones is on. So, or the new House of Dragons is on. And I'm going to watch that. And, uh, and then Monday morning comes and I'm going to go back to work. And then I came home, and uh, hey, here's dinner. Had that on the table, and now I'm going to watch some sports, and now I'm going to go to bed, now I'm going to go to work, and uh, hey, it's co-ed softball again. If you are okay with monotony, then subscribe to that. If you can't stand monotony, if you want your schedule to be different every single week because you are sick of life ever plateauing, you always want the next level. And this is a, um, a sickness in a way too. Uh, there's not, I'm not going to say there's not cons to living like this because it, it would be great to be content at that level. And ultimately, if we're just searching for contentment and some people find it easier than others, then more power to them. I don't. I don't like looking at my life and thinking, wow, I'm in the same position I was last year. I don't even like looking at myself three months ago and thinking, ooh, I'm in the same position three months ago. It kills my soul. I'm always adding new things. And once I add that new thing, I'm taking it to the the highest level. I just started jujitsu two months ago and I'm pretty positive. I just need to make sure that I don't have major health concerns that would limit me from doing this because I do have an autoimmune disorder, but it looks like I'll be signing up for a tournament in a few months and I'll probably get my ass handed to me because I just viewed one this last weekend and I would have lost every single one of those matches. I don't care. This commits me. It makes me level up myself on YouTube between classes. It makes me attend every single class and it makes me motivated. And that's the state of mind that I love to live in. Do you like to live in a motivated state of mind or do you like to live in a content, relaxed state of mind? Because you don't want to be an entrepreneur if it's the latter of those two. You are signing up for a life of constant personal growth. So that is whether or not you are meant to be an entrepreneur or not. And like I said, there are levels where you can go into, yeah, I'll open up a, a, a storage unit place. You don't have to be like that entrepreneurial. You're taking a risk, but you know it's going to work eventually. You're, it's not that difficult, right? You can open up a laundromat. You can open up, I wouldn't open up a restaurant <laughs> unless it's a franchise of a restaurant. But even that, most of those like McDonald's, I think you have to work at a McDonald's for a long time before you can even open a franchise because you, you're you going to become a millionaire no matter what once you do it. So it's quite the barrier to entry. So there are other entrepreneurial uh, endeavors where you can go into sales for a company that already has a proven offer or you can open up a business that's already proven that are not as hard, but still you're going to need that grit in you because it's never going to be easy. Otherwise, everyone would be doing it. And if everyone was doing it, it would be too saturated to even try in the first place. So know what you're up against 
and uh, have fun with it, but be patient and also be aggressive with it because you can get there in a year or two versus four or five years if you just work more hours. And you better be willing to work the weekends because if you think you can open up your own business and be like, all right, it's Saturday, Sunday, time to have a mandatory off day. Okay, one time I emailed some a business owner that I was working with and he didn't get back to me until Monday morning. He's like, sorry, I don't check email on the weekends. I already knew he was doomed to fail right then and now it's a year later and of course, he is no longer running a business. You have to love what you're doing so that you're not really concerned about mandatory off time. That's what I got for you guys today. Look for a new episode every Monday morning and every once in a while if I'm feeling like it, I'll probably throw one out on Thursday mornings as well. Make sure you're subscribed to my YouTube so you can keep up with the same level of content and book that call. I will talk to you soon.